Hello and welcome everybody to the Sports Comedy Show. I'm the creator and host of the show and my name is Paul Salerno. Today is Wednesday, September 30th and this is another episode of Talk Radio and today's theme is Lord Stanley as I'll pay tribute to the Stanley Cup champs after we do the sports recap. Remember, I'm recording talk radio every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, and you can catch all the episodes on demand. Plus, the next feature story, which is the sequel to A Day at the Sportsbook, will be out soon. So if you haven't caught that one yet, get make sure you catch A Day at the Sportsbook, because within the next week we have the follow-up as our characters... Ju- Rocket Johnny in Texas Lucy. They're headed for uh, a, uh, a fun story on this next one. Now, have you had a chance to check out the website yet? Sportscomedyshow.net is up and running, and I'm adding new content all the time. The NFL page has funny football briefs, and uh, it's been an enjoyable thing to do, and uh, I think there's a lot of fun stuff on there, and I've been getting some comments people like, what they see on there. So when you get a chance, check out on the NFL page on the website. Plus, I've just added a MLB playoff page. So as the playoffs start to unfold here, as we get funny moments, I'm going to be adding them to that page. So keep an eye on that page as well, as I just just put it up. So you'll there'll be content coming to it here in the next uh, couple days. And also, the blog page. Um, I, I put a lot of stories out there, and, and I think it's finally starting to catch on. You'll see just a, a bunch of little funny briefs and, and stuff, and if you create an account, you can reply to the briefs, or if you just want to check them out, um, again, I'm adding new, new stories there regularly, so it's worth uh, coming back and keep checking on it. And uh, again, that's all at sportscomedyshow.net. Okay, let's get started with sports recap and see what's going on. Well, it looks like Pennant Fever has finally taken off. Um, if for those who, who've been listening to the show or have been following me, I've been I've been trying to hype Pennant Fever when there was about ten games left in the in the season, and that's because normally in a, in a regular baseball season. As you're coming down to the to the you know the final stretch, that's when pennant fever starts. Well, this year I kind of missed it by a country mile. The pennant fever didn't start until the playoffs start, but it's here finally, and um, and uh, we're glad to see it. So yesterday st- they started. They did all the American League games. So there's um, four. They had four games. Um, so you got. Eight teams going. You got eight teams in the American League, eight teams in the National League, 16 teams total. Um, a very different alignment. Plus, um, keep in mind this first series is only two out of three. Anything can happen in two out of three. Um, yesterday, before the game start, I was listening to all the uh, talk radios, other than my show, um, and, and all the um, analysts and um, all the, uh, you know, uh, everybody in the baseball community as they all stood up and uh, put in their two cents. And um, the one the one series that uh, I think everybody kind of missed by a country mile on this one, and, and I kind of suspect it might have happened. I didn't want to see it happen. Oh, but it happened. And we're going to start with that one. 
We're going to start with the Yankees in Cleveland. Everybody was looking for Cleveland. Cleveland's at home. They're going to play these first series um, at the, uh, the higher-ranking team. So this first series and this series will be all of the, if they go three, will be played in Cleveland. Um, and everybody was expecting the Indians, who've been playing good ball as of late, to, uh, to put to, to tame the Yankees. Um, and the thing that scared me is I don't think everybody realized how much offense the Yankees have until now. Now they see it, and it's very clear. And um, the, the Yankees just blew them out of the water, 12-3. to 3. And, um, you know, I've been talking about the Yankees, how they had a dismal middle part of the year because of the injuries. Then they came back and won 9-10 and came on strong to make the playoffs. And um, the Yankees here are, are, are starting to put together a story that reminds you of the old days of the Bronx Bombers. And, um, you know, as you look at the Yankees, the, the big name, yes, is Aaron Judge and, and even Stanton. And Stanton even had a home run last night, although he still clearly doesn't look as good as he regularly, as he regularly does. However, um, Aaron Hicks comes through. Brett Gardner comes through. Brett Gardner was three for five in the game. And then the two big names of the Yankees that really haven't caught on until now is going to be the rookie of the year and the home run king, Luke Voigt. Um, he was two for five, had an RBI. This kid is just a little brute. I mean, he's just a, a little muscle man. And um, you, you can't get it past him. Um, and then DJ Lemayu is the um, is the batting average champ. He did it two years ago in Colorado. First player to do it in the National League and American League in I don't know how long. It's, it's been forever. So you've got a batting, you got a batting title, and you got a home run hitter on the Yankees, and they're not even the big names. They're not your Judge. They're not your Stanton. They're they're not your Gardner. So you start talking about all these players, and and you know I'm kind of going through the lineup here just because all of a sudden the Bronx Bombers names are starting to come out. Um, any rate, they won 12 to to three. wasn't close. This will be a good test to see what happens with Cleveland. I believe they are playing today. Actually, you're going to have a whole lot of baseball today because you're going to you got all four series in the American and the National League will be playing. So um, baseball fever is here, and hopefully you're a baseball fan because um, you're going to have baseball from as they've already started right now as I'm recording this early in the morning at nine o'clock, and um, they'll be going till late tonight. But anyway, I wanted to really kind of touch on that Yankee one because that was the biggest standout of the day yesterday. Um, as I was mentioning, this will be a good test for Cleveland. Cleveland's got some some good players on that team. You know, the question is now is can um, Jose Romero or Carlos Santana come back after a bad outing and um, put up enough runs to keep up with these Yankees? Um, you know, is Lindor, their, their, their shortstop, their leadoff shortstop who likes to get on base and make things happen. Can he do that? We'll have to see. Um, but for them to win the next two in a row, even if it is home, uh, I, I don't see it happening. Uh, I think the Yankees are going to make noise, and I think they're going to make more noise today, and I think you're going to hear more of them in the American League going forward. American League has been a hot mess most of the year, but now some of the, you know, some talent is starting to uh, uh, submerge, and it's coming through right here in New York. Let's look at uh, another one here. Astros and Twins got started off. 
Now, <clears throat> this has been an interesting series from the standpoint that the Astros, who's potential, they've got all the, they've got the big guns and the potential to do what the Yankees are doing, but they've just had a terrible year. And uh, the story there, or everybody's asking, why such a terrible year? Is it because they're cheaters? Because they knew the signs? Yeah, I still don't really understand the full scope of that of story. Um, I guess that's my way of saying that I can't believe that it would affect that team that much. But um, no offense this year. But th this is the second season, and that's why I start it that way, because this is when things um, usually change and things are different. So in this one, it, it, it was a lackluster game. It was the first one on this yesterday, and I, I watched it. And um, it didn't finally get going into the, to the late innings. And, and the big name, once again, for the Astros is Altuve. No, he didn't get a home run. No, he didn't get a big hit. Um, where he came in big is when the game was, uh, was tied, was they had the bases loaded, and um, he had to fight tooth and nail, and he drew a walk. He, uh, the count was two and two. He, instead of jumping on those next two pitches, um, he, he laid off, and he showed discipline, and that's why I love talking about Altuve. Uh, for those that know me, he is my favorite baseball player. I still think he, he's incredible, even, even with the dismal year he had. And that sparked the rally for the Astros. So the Astros come up with, uh, with three more runs, and they beat, they beat the Twins 4-1. to one. Hopefully we can get a little more life out of the Astros from their big names like Springer and Correa and uh, even Alex Bregman. Um, hasn't happened yet. Let's see what happens here. Um, today will be game two. Minnesota's at home. Maybe they can win one and enforce a third game. It would be fun to watch. I'd like to see all these series go, go to three games. I don't want to see any blowouts. Um, let's move on to Tampa Bay uh, and Toronto. You know, Toronto came. Um, Toronto had a good stretch in the season, came on. Tampa Bay was strong, and a lot of the analysts this or yesterday morning were talking Tampa Bay. Um, and they, they like the well-balanced offense or defense or the game plan. You know, Snells is an incredible pitcher. They don't have any huge names on their uh, on their offense, but uh, the big one yesterday was uh, Manuel Margot. He went two for three, got a home run, and Tampa Bay controlled this game. It was a low-scoring game, as you typically would see in the playoffs. Tampa Bay three to one winners. Um, everybody suspects them, including I, to, to maybe win and win today or, or by will definitely move on. So um, Tampa Bay, th this could be a good showdown if we get to Tampa Bay and um, the Astros. Um, that would that would be probably uh, a good um, conference finals matchup. But there was another one there yesterday too. We got to keep an eye on was the Chai Sox and the A's. Um, now, the story here was Lucas Guilito, he went into the seventh inning uh, pitching perfect ball. And uh, they were, <clears throat> the, the uh, Chai Sox had a 3-0 lead. Um, unfortunately, Oakland got to him in the seventh. He loses the perfect game and the, uh, the no-hitter. However, the Chai Sox did cruise easily to a 4-1 win. Everybody's predicting the Chai Sox. Uh, I don't think the A's have much life in them. I guess some of their pitching went down um, coming towards the end of the year. And, and everybody's saying without the pitching, the, the athletics really don't have much to offer. Um, 
So it was a good start. So there's our baseballs. You got those four, the American League, or, or um, those were the four games yesterday. As I mentioned today, they've already started. Um, you're going to have everything. You're going to have all kinds of baseball. And the National League gets going underway. So <clears throat> it seemed that um, they've been talking a little about it. Um, Analysts been talking about it, and I agree. Is um, the Cincinnati Reds have been hot as of late. Um, they, they've got some good offense and some solid pitching. So let's see how the Reds do because they're, they're going up against the Braves in this first round. And um, it's the second season. The Braves didn't have a really good year. They didn't have a bad year. But, um, you know, can Acuna Jr. do what he normally does in a regular season? We'll have to see. So um, keep an eye on the Reds. Everybody's talking about the Dodgers. They, they, they're too strong. They're too deep. And they're too good. And they're probably right. Um, but, again, it's a three-game series. they got to play so um, it'll be fun. Then they're going up against the Brewers. So you got to keep an eye on the Christian Yellich. Yeah, um, it, it's going to be fun to watch. All the National League gets started today. And um, as uh, the day unfolds or Friday, we will have a little bit more to, to kind of recap on here uh, with the Major League Baseball. So let's get into my main topic here. And that was Lord Stanley. And the reason I say Lord Stanley is because we have a Stanley Cup winner. Um, and, and our first winner in the bubble for that matter. Um, now, last year, if you guys recall, Lord Stanley had a hell of a Game 7 battle between St. Louis and Boston. The game was in Boston. Everybody thought Boston. Even Gronkowski was there getting ready to celebrate a big Boston Bruin win. That didn't happen. St. Louis took it right to him, and that's what Lord Stanley does. He'll, he'll throw a surprise at you. And uh, when I say Lord Stanley, we're talking about the Stanley Cup. Um, it is the most coveted prize. Um, it's it's the, the biggest trophy out there, and, and uh, whenever the Stanley Cup comes around, you can always catch it on display. They keep it in a nice glass case. It, it's an incredible thing. Um, so hockey fights for that Stanley Cup. And uh, Monday night, we crowned a new victor. And that was because Tampa Bay took down Dallas in Game 6. They win the series four games to two. Uh, for those who've been following the show and me, know that I was rooting for Dallas. Um, I always say good defense wins championships. And uh, I was hoping Kadavin could have uh, supported my case with that. Unfortunately, I was wrong this time. And Hey, sometimes when I'm wrong, at least I call it the way it is. Um, it wasn't good defense. It was all offense. And we have to pay tribute to the Tampa Bay Lightning. They outscored Dallas in, in the six games, 22-15. to 15, And that's just a high-scoring affair. I mean, they gave up 15 goals. But to, to score 22 just goes to show you it, the, the series tempo played right into the Lightning's theme. And, and that's why they won it. Dallas was not able to, to maintain the, the low-scoring defense that, that's needed in a six- or seven-game series. One or two games, they, they, they stymied them, but, but uh, Tampa Bay just had too much to offer. Um, now, this is Tampa, Tampa Bay hasn't won since 2004, so it's been 16 years. And I remember that series back in 2004. I don't recall the players, but it was the same thing. Tampa has always been an offensive-minded team. They've always been a scoring machine. That's just their style. That's what that organization 
is built on. Kind of surprising they're in the east because the east is, um, is a much different uh, um, type of hockey than west coast hockey. Um, however, nonetheless, um, they the, the big offensive juggernaut, as I like to call them, um, they came through. Now, when the, uh, they started in the bubble, I recall when I, on one of my first episodes back here, I said, you know, expect the unexpected. So Tampa Bay was the number two seed. They weren't the number one. The Flyers, who had a, uh, a great run, they were the number one seed. But they were ousted by the Islanders, whom I, that was my prediction going into the playoffs. So it, things didn't go expected there. But the Lightning was the number two. And the reason, another reason why I say expect the unexpected, especially in playoffs, let's go back to last year. Um, last year, Tampa Bay Lightning was the number one seed. They made, had an incredible year last year. They set records. They, their offense, they set the most goals, the most points. They were the number one seed. And what happened? They went right into the playoffs and got swept in four-game seat by a number eight seed. I believe it was Carolina, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and th- this is what happens in hockey, and this is the way Lord Stanley works. Um, when the second season starts, um, Lord Stanley clearly puts a couple teams on a different level here. Um, the, the Islanders, I thought, were on a different level as they made it to the conference semifinals, but then we saw who really was on the different level, and again, it was the Tampa Bay Lightning. So um, it was madness here in the bubble. They went crazy on the ice, and they're celebrating it, and Congratulations to Tampa Bay. Uh, I'm not sure if they're going to have a parade or a party, but it's it is uh, Tampa Bay and it is Florida, and they don't seem to follow protocol. So I would suspect a big party, and uh, I would like to see Gronkowski out there with him, just because he's always a part of a big party, and there's going to be a party in Tampa. I can assure you that. Um, some of the other things worth mentioning was um, on this team. It, 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 I've talked about the offense. Well, let's talk about the players on the offense. And uh, first, I guess we'll, we'll look at the Conn Smythe for the MVP. It went to Victor Hedman. Um, so congratulations to him. But the, the, the big names on, on Tampa Bay all came through. And uh, when you think of these uh, score, you know, the, the scoring, you got to look at players like Anthony Sorelli. Um, you you got to look at Nikita Kucherov. And then perhaps the biggest one of them all was Braden Point. Um, these names are just, they're incredible. Uh, Andre Pallet, he, he put in a couple goals. Um, the, those four players, that they're all offensive-minded. And as I was watching it, I might have mentioned this um, in, a, uh, in, a, in the last show or two, is their, their offense, the way they worked and what made them so strong is their speed. Their, their speed was incredible, and their puck movement. Those guys have the ability to literally round the corners um, with a puck in one hand and holding the defender back in the other. Once they set up in the offensive zone, they were able to whip that puck around in incredible fashion. Very different um, style. A lot of teams, when they start doing that, they look for the one-time shot right off the pass, something the Golden Knights made um, did incredible this year. As um, I paid tribute to them after they um, exited. But in this case, it's different with the Lightning. When they pass that puck around, they don't look for the one-time shot. They get their players lined up right in front of that goalie, right in the crease. And they do the the deflections, the tip-ins, the pass right to the net and hope something happens. 
and it was just incredible. And it's been incredibly effective all year long. Um, those guys were just incredible. Um, you know, Headman, as I said, he was the, the con Smythe on the defense. Um, the goalie was strong. I'm going to screw his name up, but I'm going to try it anyways. Valeskovi, these, these Ruskies, you know, I can never get it out right. Uh, he had a great se uh, se uh, series. Um, you know, I, my, my eye was on Kadabin, but, but Valeskovi um, came up big. And uh, Tampa Bay is just an incredible team. Uh, everybody expected this last year. It came a year late, but it did come. The Lightning are our champs. They're the first team to win in the bubble. And um, <clears throat> we have to give them congratulations. Um, and I thought it would be a good idea to pay tribute to them here. Um, we're paying tribute to Lord Stanley. It's always an exciting time of the year when you see that Stanley Cup come out. I remember um, a couple years ago when um, Ovechkin won it for the Capitals. He, he literally slept with that cup. The whole team was drinking beer or champagne out of that cup. So it's just a fun thing to see when the cup comes out and all the hard work that everybody's put in to, to try to hoist that cup. Well, this year it was the lightning. They hoisted it. They did it in a bubble. The virtual effect has been incredible. Now they get to take it home with them. They are the champs. And congratulations to the Tampa Bay Lightning. Okay, guys. I think we're going to leave it at that for today. Um, we've come to the end of the show. Now, be, but before we go, the, the NBA Finals start tonight. Uh, they were scheduled for Friday. They finally bumped them up to Wednesday. Not sure what happened there. But at any rate, um, <clears throat> I, I'm, before when I was talking, I made it clear, as good as the Heat was, unfortunately, they're uh, going up against the Lakers. You can just mail this one. They might as well just mail the trophy to L.A. I, I don't see a series out of this. Um, I, I think the Lakers are going to win. That's my prediction. We'll keep an eye on it. Uh, I, I, I think it'll be fun to watch, but um, I, I just think it's a foregone conclusion. But at any rate, that starts tonight. So you got some good, besides all this baseball, you, you got a, a NBA final game to start. And also keep an eye on the blog, on my blog page, because I am going to post a couple um, NBA stories. Um, I'll, pop, I'll post one tonight once the game gets going. If there's anything funny or something, I, I usually find a funny tidbit to throw out there. And the whole concept about the website is, you know, you guys, everybody out there, sports fans, they all have their, their way of tracking it, whether it's on ESPN, Yahoo, or whatever. This just adds a whole new dimension. When you look at sports with from a comical standpoint, it gives you a, a little bit more of an enjoyable scenario. And that's really all I'm trying to do here at the Sports Comedy Show is to bring a larger audience to the sports table for people to enjoy it in other ways. Okay, thank you guys. I want to um, I want to thank you for listening. Again, my name is Paul Salerno. I'm the creator and host of the show. And I'll see you Friday. <laughs>